What up, Dango Bangers? It's your girl, Timo. Mandy here. <laughs> and we dangling. Dangling. Yeah, you tried to switch up your intro. Okay. Okay, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> New, uh, new intro, who this? Yeah, you tried to change the game or tried to throw me off, but I'm a profession now, so I rolled with it. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> look at that. Right. Anyway, Dango Bangers, welcome to episode 10. <laughs> Y'all, we a decade. How about that? <laughs> what is that, DS? What is the, what's the number in Spanish? Yes. This, yes, 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 episode. Yeah, I don't know how to say episodes though. <laughs> Episodios. Let me not be disrespectful. Oh my god, Google exists. Oh my god, I'm ashamed because I, you know, I was a fake Spanish minor. Mm. Oh my That's god, minor. <laughs> In <Norway>. okay, minor. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Excuse me, everyone. Google just told me that it is Episodio. <laughs> Thank you. That's how we start out this episode. Y'all got energy for this episode. Thank you, Google. Thank Ooh. you, Spanish minor. Okay. Thank you, Winter University. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. All right. Anyway, Mandy, what's up, girl? How you week? How you been? Honey, the same. Blessed, stressed, not impressed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Not, not impressed. <laughs> same. <laughs> same. As ever, okay. Doing the same stuff. Barely putting on a bra. Doing my work for the <laughs> oppressor. Trying to figure out how I'm going to win the lottery without playing. Same shit. Different day. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so real. Yo, somebody messaged me and asked me how I was doing the other day, and I literally just responded, this is ghetto, and that's all I said. That was the answer. This is so ghetto. <laughs> like, I that's just, how I got. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say other than this is, like, we're living in the ghetto, and I don't appreciate it, like, what is happening? Yeah. It's just so many things going on all at once. It's an amalgamation, which equals the ghetto. Ooh, the yeah, that's it. Uh, so this is honestly <laughs> this is I mean I have the same thing I have the same experience I don't even really need to check in it's the same but we can just jump right into the topic because I feel like our topic really summarizes all of 2020 okay yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> 2020 the most disappointing year ever. Because when I tell you I had hopes and dreams, January 1st, hopes and in, dreams. you couldn't tell me this wasn't my year, okay? I'm pissed off about it because I wrote down my goals for the first time this year and look at this mess, okay? I ain't writing down goals ever again. <laughs> a bitch had a planner, okay? You know, had, had little keychains with my goals written down on cards. Just for me, to be able to sit in this section eight of a life. Uh, I, I don't want no parts of it. Without a plan, without a goal, with nothing to do. So yeah, this this 2020 has been the biggest disappointment this this year. So long. This is what our topic is. Our biggest disappointments. <laughs> 
feeding off of 2020 in the trash year that it's been so far? <laughs> what are just some other things that you are just thoroughly disappointed by? <clears throat> Adulthood. <laughs> oh, Lord. You started off with it already. So here's the thing. You know, when we were kids, we was, I can't wait till I'm 18. I can't wait till I'm 21. <laughs> now that I'm 31, I should have just enjoyed my naps while I could. I should have enjoyed my free rent while I could. I should have enjoyed my great deal of health. Well, I mean, my health is still fine now, but I didn't have to worry. I wasn't even worried about my health when I was 12. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know, I realized that this adulthood, this part of my life, it's just very ghetto. Like having to wake up and go work for an employer and then pay all your bills on one day and the next day after you didn't got paid and paid all your bills, realizing that your account is disrespectful. It's like, you know, having to wash dishes, having to do laundry, having to look at insurance policies and not just uh, health insurance, life insurance, car insurance, insurance, accident insurance, all of that shit, you know, then, you know, you got to worry about your back, you know, ailments and stuff. It's your teeth, my God, teeth. Okay. I don't know why they decided, the Lord decided to put teeth in our mouth that were going to higher. I don't get it. You know, Lord, you put these teeth in my mouth. You put these teethies in my mouth, yet you let them expire and get holes in them. Why? Why you do that? And then you want me to go to a dentist and they're going to charge me a thousand dollars. It's just, it's ghetto. I don't like it. I'd rather go back to being a chap because chaps ain't got no worries. Only thing they got to worry about is going to school. And that's it. And that's it. And that's all. And I'm jealous. Hmm. Because we don't have that luxury anymore. And then honestly, because we live in America, we are extra, um, it's just extra disappointing because other countries don't even have to deal with this. I saw on Twitter, somebody was like, they was in Korea, got their teeth, they wisdom teeth taken out for $12. dollars honey (laughs) with two forms of insurance i have a primary dental plan and i also have a a supplemental dental plan and i pay like fifteen hundred dollars just yeah twelve dollars is what twitter say you know twitter down the streets on twitter do be lying but i believe them a little bit (laughs) i believe them because every other place in the world have things that's affordable you know because they care you know just like um i read something about they're about to give another little um twelve hundred dollar check or whatever y'all if somebody lost their job what did twelve hundred dollars gonna do and then they cut the unemployment benefits because they were supposed to give them six hundred dollars um each week. They 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 trying to cut that to two hundred dollars. Um, yo, but they giving these big businesses millions of dollars and stuff. Like what? It's just it's just a mess. 
It's a mess because when I was a child, I didn't even think about shit like this at all. Yeah, ignorance is bliss. So that's what I got for my first one. What about you? What you what's what's one of your biggest disappointments? Honey, look, since you jumped right on in <laughs> with adulthood, I'm gonna go ahead and say my reality of adulthood was what graduating and getting this PhD. Disappointment. <laughs> Disappointment. I hate to say this, y'all. It's like, huh? I have been like, I have been trying to grapple with this, you guys. And I feel like since we're on episode ten, we're friends, so I can just be one thousand percent honest with y'all. This is some ghetto stuff. Being a black female with a PhD is ghetto because when I tell y'all, they still try to treat me <laughs> like I don't belong. They still come at me with the most racism, sexism, all the bullshit that you can think of. And it's just like, I was just so devastated and distraught when I got here. Y'all like, I just, I just, it's just a disappointment. It's like the only way you can explain it because, okay, I'll be honest with y'all. There was always some type of bullshit, racism, bullshit, um, sexism. That was just happening, you know, as a black person in science. Like, that's just happened. As a grad student, undergrad, you know, it was just occurred in my life. Just being outside, you know, I experienced racism without even people even knowing me being a scientist. So it's just because I'm black. But, uh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, once I get this degree, you know, a girl going to have a little clout, have some respect behind my name. You know, I'm not going to be dealing with this BS. People are going to respect my ideas. I'm not going to get talked over. It's going to be great. Hell no. <laughs> Hell, no. Hell no. They looking at me like, bro. <laughs> bro, what you even doing here? That's what they looking like. What you doing here? You think, first of all, we don't even want you in here. And you think you want to talk? Bitch, please. That's literally how they look. And it was like, wow, I worked so hard for no reason at all. This is such a disappointment. So, yeah. Since you started off rough and ready, I wasn't even gonna start with that. <laughs> rough and ready. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna start with that one. But since you started off, why not? The other ones might be a little bit more light, y'all, but that's literally my biggest disappointment for sure was spending all that time in school when I could have been like literally doing something else, making youth like, you know, but, and then to not be getting paid six figures right off the top. That's a whole thing. <laughs> so I'm out here getting treated like trash and not even getting paid well. Honey, come on the now. The disrespect. The most disrespected uh-huh. woman. The dis- most disrespected person, Malcolm said, was the black woman. Hey, and honey, every day. Every day I experienced that. Mm. Ooh, girl, the disappointment. Ooh, honey, I'm going to be fuming for a few seconds while you going. What's your next one? Well, I can get myself back together. <laughs> disappointment. <laughs> My next one is my hair and being natural you know that you know for the longest it was hashtag team natural you know you go get all these natural hair products you know you let go of the creamy crack you do protective styles but what they don't tell you about is how you sit at home during the pandemic and you don't touch your hair because it's been in a bonnet for three weeks. <laughs> and it's time to wash it because it's a little musty. 
and you have to take 45 minutes to detangle it, wash it, condition it, let it dry. Then you got to put product on there, do the lock method for you girls. And then you want me to twist it up and let it dry and then untwist it to put it in the pineapple and pray to God it sustains itself through this humidity. It's just, it's, it's a lot. And I will not go back to the creamy cat crack because I have very fine hair and I want to be able to at least see my, you know, see some hair when I'm 50 years old, but it's a disappointment because you girls did not want, did not warn me. And, um, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like this whole, this whole ordeal that I have to go through with my hair. It's a big disappointment. It is a disappointment, especially for all the naturalistas with these big flowing curls and hair all down their back. All I do is wash my hair. Twice <laughs> every every other week, I co-wash it. I spray a little rice water, and my hair is growing down my back. You are lying, okay? Because I was faithfully doing my hair at one point, and I had never seen all of that growth like they was talking about, okay? Never. Yeah. They lie the hair vitamins, the hair vitamins, and everything. And then it's my yeah, just use a little aloe vera. You're lying, ho. You're lying. That shit don't work, sis. My hair be looking very kunta-ish, okay? These days, if I don't put some good product in it, and then these natural products so high, and they wonder why I be, you know what? I be contemplating about going ahead and using some parabens again because the fact that they, this is what I don't understand. She said parabens, y'all. I hate her. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. What's all the things they put on the bottle? Paraben-free, alcohol-free, all of that. So if you didn't put all of those things in, then why is my jar of product still $16? You didn't use alcohol. You didn't use parabens. You've been using shit out the ground that you grew. Why Why do a jar of Miss Jessie's cost $22? Why? Right. When you got natural ingredients that you pick from the garden. Come on now. Come on now. From the garden. Them seeds cost 25 for 50 cents. Okay, you grew them with some water. Okay? Why why are you charging me so much for some avocado oil? (laughs) Why? Some rice, you didn't soak this some water. Some um, soak some rice, a whole pound of rice. Some aloe vera, you made an aloe vera plant, okay? You and then you you got the a little avocado, okay? You did you didn't use the same shit Tabitha Brown used in the kitchen. Hello, and then David. now you want to charge me sixteen dollars per jar. <laughs> I don't like it. See, and that's why people be saying forget it, and they use can too, okay? <laughs> Listen now, I started out on can too. Don't start. I hate natural leases. Y'all start out on can too. Then once you start a little, once you watch a few YouTube videos, once you watch a few YouTube videos and get a little bit of coins about yourself, you want to start talking trash about the can too. You're right. Because when, when a girl first tell me they use can too, I'm like, can too? Wow. I don't use that. That's just kind of like, you know, upgrading from Cantu to a new product. It's just like upgrading from pack panties. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's kind of like that. Pack panties. Here you yeah. go. But it's kind of like, 
it's kind of like for the fellas, it's kind of like, you know, niggas act like they can't drink City Punch no more. Tap water. I don't drink tap water. I like filtered water. Honey, I don't. Honestly, listen, I will say this because I'm one of the ones who who will no longer drink the City Punch because I get sick. I don't really know if it's the lining, <laughs> <laughs> if my microbiome has changed. We'll talk about that one day, kids. Maybe next week, science home. I got something else planned for y'all this week. But anyway, the microbiome, that's like basically the little um, microbe that's in your um, gut that digests your food, that breaks it down. That's what So it's just oh. like, I can't drink that. So I think they don't like it. And so I like literally started like, throwing up after I drank tap water one time. And I was like, I didn't think it was the water. I thought it was like something else, but I kept drinking the water and I was like, Oh my gosh, what if it's the water? And then I drank some Gatorade and then I was cool. And then I noticed mm-hmm. every other time, like I've drank tap water, I've gotten like sick. So I mean, I have to have filtered water. I I use a Brita filter um, in my house. <laughs> Because um, the Raleigh water guy is a little chlorine-ish. But I use, like, I can drink tap water, like, if I'm at my mama's house. But she used to drink bottled water. So I'm not going to, like, just be like, absolutely not. But, again, I prefer filtered water myself. And shout out to Audra because. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Oh, we can shout out Audra. <laughs> Matter of fact, that'll be, yeah, that's just wait because I do that as the product of the week. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Shout out to Audra, my homegirl. She about to blow up out here. Audra, when you blow up, then you can add us at, you can sponsor us. Boo-boo! Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh my period. God. <laughs> Look, period, boo. <laughs> Let me put it in the atmosphere, honey. Because I got to see that energy off of her. <laughs> Millionaire energy, okay? <laughs> okay. Um... It's my turn because you was just talking yeah. about your hair. Oh, girl, I'm actually this is so crazy how we I have all of these and you just like leading me to my next one, honey. The biggest disappointment since we're talking about hair and you know how I feel about my hair care products and about supporting black owned businesses, honey. The main choice finding mm. out that Courtney slid her company to the white man. And tried to be slick about it. And tried to be slick about it. The biggest disappointment. Okay. Because it was just like, I had just restocked. I had just restocked my inventory. And I love Courtney's products. I've been supporting her from the beginning when it was black owned. You know, and just a little, you know, I'm not even going to give her no shot. You know, I'm not going to tell her history. If you're interested, look her up because she earned me. So, anyways. So, you know, I had just, you know, been supporting her, happy, proud. So then, you know, you know, due to the cultural climate now, people have been putting all these little listservs like, hey, support black business. Here's a list of black businesses. And so I had been seeing all these natural hair cares ones and it didn't have the main choice listed. So I was getting confused. And then right. because the, the streets of Twitter are what? Petty. They put out another resource list that said, hey, he hears businesses that are not black owned. And, <laughs> and soon as I looked at that list, saw sitting very prominently was the main choice. And so, honey, mm. I started a, I started a whole 
tweet because I don't usually comment on a lot of stuff. But I said, oh, y'all lying. This is incorrect. I know Courtney. Look, I started defending her. I know Courtney. <laughs> I follow her on Instagram. Okay? What you want me doing is trying to say that Courtney don't own her stuff. So then, you know, Twitter, because they respond rapidly. Um, Yeah, no. Courtney sold her stuff to the white man. No, you need to check. And then, of course, somebody did what? Hit us with the screenshot. So now I'm looking. What? Stupid. Devastated. Disappointed. <laughs> so then I go over to Courtney's um, Instagram. And since the streets has been talking, she has the audacity to say, I'm not answering any questions. Excuse me? Excuse me? Uh, what you mean, sis? What you mean you're not answering no questions? The streets need to know. Because the streets been supporting you. And then you just slid it and stole it to the white man. It's like, boo. Cool. Get your coin. But have that same energy. When you was asking all of us to support you because it was black-owned, why you didn't tell us about it when it was no longer black-owned? And then you want to come up here. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, my my products are still made the same. Oh, they're just paying for it. No, 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 no. Because now it's time for me to take my coins to somewhere else so they can get that money. Because you don't need me no more. You got the white people. So it's like you can make your decisions, boo, but be transparent and keep that same energy. So, yeah, the main choice, that was a big disappointment because I do like to keep my money black. And she was just real, like, petty the way she did it. And she should Oh, honey, and then for and, and then um didn't sis say something like, hey, wait to Juneteenth and I'll tell y'all the deal. Yeah. Yeah, then she got a nerd. She was gonna say, yeah, because it came out like two weeks before Juneteenth. She was like, Yeah, I won't be answering any questions until June. Then she said June 19th, and it was like, Why would you wait till then? And she was and she was like, Well, why? And then she didn't even know what Juneteenth was. She was like, Oh, I didn't even realize it was on that date. I just picked a random date. So it was just like, dang, Courtney, all around you trash. All it's around. Like, sis, we, was, we, was, we was really rooting for you. And here's my thing, sis. It's fine if you sold to the white man. Hey, you, you built yourself into the business. You was tired. You was ready to go ahead and pass the torch. However, right. you don't have to tout your company as being Black-owned. Say that it was Black-founded, okay? And keep it moving. And don't clap back on people who are like, okay, are you black owned? Just say, no, we have sold, but I still am on the board. I still am a part of the decision making. Just be transparent, sis. That's all you got to do. That was it. But she just did too much. So, yeah, I'm disappointed in her. So, I moved on so I could shout out um, Natural 85 Melanin Hair Care. I have her stuff. She doesn't have a shampoo and conditioner yet, but she has an oil and she has a... um a leave-in conditioner and she has well I guess the leave-in conditioner can be used as like a co-wash um and then she also has the um curling cream so oh good and you know I told I talked about the uh Myel products last episode so mm -hmm. yeah it's a I mean if y'all just google it's a list on Twitter or whatever uh, I mean search on Twitter uh, the list of the black owned the real black owned um hair products support black business Okay, so it's me. It's time for me, what right? You got next? What's your next disappointment? <laughs> the American Red Cross. Oh, what? What the American Red Cross do to you? Okay. So, I'm O positive, okay? Mm -hmm. um, I implore everybody to know their blood type because, you know, in the, in the event that one of your family members 
you know, needs a blood transfusion immediately in the, in the hospitals are low on blood. If you got old blood and they got old blood, you know, like if they a positive and you O positive, you can get them blood, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I have O positive blood. And then I also have something where I can give like double platelets or whatever. So the girls be stalking me to try to get my blood. So one day I got a text message or whatever. And it was like, hi, Amanda. Matter of fact, let me pull it up for (laughs) y'all. Please Uh, read it verbatim, word for word. Um, let me see. I was, dang it. Oh. Severe shortage. (laughs) Healthy, question mark. Do good and give blood to help patients. Fine. That was good enough for me. But then they kept going in, kept going in the text. Donating is a safe procedure. Come give equals $20 E gift card. American Red Cross. What you not going to do is insult me like that. Okay? Y'all want me to sit there and go through the double blood, red blood cell uh, donation that take like a whole hour sucking up my juices like y'all leeches and you want to sit up here and insult me and talk about for $20? Oh, please. Not when y'all selling my blood for $400, $500 at the hospital. Bitch, you either going to tell me to donate or you're going to give me a real price, sis. Okay, but you trying to insult me, throwing $20 at me. Bitch, save it. <laughs> right, put some respect on my blood, okay? Put, put some respect on your blood. Shortage, you only incentivize me with $20. Now, when you want me to sit there for an hour and give you double blood? No. <laughs> y'all tried it. You tried it. So, I'm disappointed in y'all and y'all marketing team. You need to either up the price to $50 minimum or don't, don't, don't offer nothing at all. Period. Pooh. That's all Period. I got for that. <laughs> Period. Period. And you know, listen, and following that same vein. <laughs> Come on, pun of the segue. Come on. <laughs> I just thought of that right then and there. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> that was good, dog. That was good. <laughs> yeah, folks trying to give me minimal payment. Um, all state insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's talk about this, okay? Because and you know, I, I here I am about to sound ungrateful because I guess they didn't have to give me nothing. But they're gonna send us a little email, like you know how they put in the subject, y'all getting money back. So I'm like, ooh, ooh, what this about to be? This is about to be cute because mm. I ain't drove, I ain't drove the Prius in about eight years. You know what I'm saying? So they need to give me my whole right. at least two three months premium back. That's yeah. What I'm saying. I open up the thing. They talking about they give me us ten dollars back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest disappointment. It's just like you don't put no exclamation point in the subject when you giving somebody ten dollars back when they've been paying you two hundred dollars a month. Like I just for hmm. a car they ain't driving. People is okay. out here paying literally hundreds of dollars a month and they car ain't moved. And y'all went in y'all pockets and said y'all was gonna give us ten dollars. 
they compared to the other girls is the fact that they didn't take the time to do a whole campaign on the TV stations because uh, what was them? State Farm and them going to do a whole commercial talking about, we going to give y'all money back since y'all ain't been driving. Don't spend no damn $5 million on no commercial to tell me that. Email us, tweet, post on Facebook. You could have gave us $12 more back if you wouldn't have posted that damn commercial. <laughs> right that's what i'm saying whatever email service y'all sent to send me this email y'all could have saved the subscription and sent me some more money <laughs> right and then my thing is you could have just put the 10 you could have just took the 10 dollars off and out of it like oh you know you know it'd have been like serendipitous it'd have been like oh shit you know like oh there's ten dollars oh oh okay cool cool it kept it moving they could have made it seem like it was a discount you know they could have you know prepped up the the agents and be like you know what we just love you being here we're gonna take ten dollar discount off you know yes but no, they had to make a whole big scene hey open this email something exciting is awaiting Here's ten dollars for the fact that your car hasn't moved for the last six months. <laughs> now, now I know what my homegirls feel like when they be talking about their kids. Be like, mom, 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 and then they finally get the mom's attention, and they don't do nothing but some stupid shit. That's basically the same thing. Like that's what parents go through with kids every day. Mm-hmm. Like you made it seem like it was such a big deal, and it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Hate to see it. Oh Lord, just yeah, tragic. All right, what's next? What's your next one? I know you about disappointed about something else. <laughs> what you disappointed about? <laughs> um, dishwashers and palm olive soap. Oh what? <laughs> dishwashers and palm olive soap. So, first thing. The, the name of a dishwasher, let's break it down. Dish and washer. <laughs> Why do I still have to wash and rinse off the dishes before I put them in the dishwasher? If I was hired as a professional dishwasher for Popeye's chicken, I don't go... When I used to work at Popeye's, I washed the dishes, okay? (laughs) And when I finished washing them, they were clean. Why when you put dishes in a dishwasher that only has one job, which is to wash dishes, that it don't wash dishes until you wash the dishes first? Right. And it don't, don't matter like what that. type of detergent you get. I don't care. Whatever that little Cascade one is that claims it's I didn't use. It's a lie. I didn't use Cascade, <laughs> double platinum, grills, you know, bronze, silver, gold. I didn't use all of that. I didn't try to use the, uh, what's the one, the blue brand? I didn't use the organic brands. 
I didn't use powder. I didn't use liquid. I didn't use vinegar. No matter what, if I don't rinse off them dishes, I'm going to have work to do when I open that dishwasher up. Right. Period. It's like, and it's embarrassing. It's like you didn't even wash them. Like, ew, what is this? Ew. And it's like, <laughs> and you know, sometimes I try to have faith in the dishwasher and I'll just put the dishes up quickly, like the forks or whatever, and you know, ain't paying attention, just put them in the little drawer or whatever. And then I go pull one out and it's still residue on there. Yeah. Shaming you. You know, now you got to check behind, especially when you got guests. That's why I always make my guests plate. Because if I cook and they and they see that dirty ass fork, they're going to be like, well, damn, man, they don't know how to wash dishes. So I got to check behind the dishwasher. You know, like I'm checking behind you with your homework to make sure you did what you're supposed to do. Come on, dishwasher. Do yeah, your you job now. You micromanaging the dishwasher. You got to micromanage your ass because you don't know how to do your job. Oh Let me tell you something. God. If I get a house built, I'm getting one of them industrial dishwashers like Olive Garden got. You know, they use a lot of utensils at Olive Garden. Ain't no way nobody washing all them dishes by hand. Ain't no way. But I think this the those dishwashers are different anyway. They gotta be. Yeah, but these these residentials, honey, they struggle. They get you about 85% of the way. Okay? Um, and then let's talk about this palm olive soap. <clears throat> Um, y'all need to stop using that shit. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> palm olive soap should only be used to wash baby bottles. Okay, I went home to see my mother, and that nigga had that palm olive up there, and you know she had cooked something. I was trying to be, you know, wash the dish or whatever. You know how many times I had to wash that dish. About six times. <laughs> About six times because it don't cut the grease. Let me tell y'all something. Stop with that shit. And the palm olive, Ajax, uh, ivory, them cheap soaps, they cheap for a reason. And by the time you finish washing the dishes appropriately, you didn't use the half a bottle. So y'all, go ahead and use Don. Miss Myers, you cool and all, but not for my tough stuff. Okay? So yeah, my disappointment is dishwasher, palm olive soap. What you got? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm gonna take this in. So cause you did start talking about your yo Popeye's dishwasher experience. But I'm thinking about Popeye's and just fast food restaurants and the disappointment of what? Fast food macaroni and cheese. <laughs> like, <laughs> it never fails. And I don't know why I keep trying it. It's just never going to be right. And it's like, I don't even know why they offer it. They need to take it off the menu. And there was one point, I think we was talking about this. Like I used to, I used to be able to excel uh, KFC macaroni and cheese, but mm-hmm. either they didn't did something to the recipe or, you know, I didn't grew up, but I can't oh, eat that. No it's like, it just be loose. It's the latter. It's <laughs> loose. It's wet. It's just not right. And it's like, dang, this is such a disappointment because every time I see it, I'm like, oh, give me some mac and cheese. And then it'd be like, ugh. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about that. I was macaroni fished by Chick-fil-A. Oh, my God. Last year. Chick-fil-A macaroni, Lord. Last year. They came out with that, that macaroni and cheese from Chick-fil-A. 
Mm-hmm. And you know how you know how the colors do. Like they did with the patty pies and everything else. They got somebody going the chicken sandwiches, all of that. They hype it up. So some girl did this whole long video going on and on. So I said, oh, let me check that. Plus, you know, I, I stand for the Chick-fil-A to a certain, well, the food, you know, not the politics. <laughs> so, you know, because the top looked good. They had look, it looked oven baked. It yeah, had it looked you know, crushed on it. Mm-hmm. It looked crunched on it. You know, it had even a, a good color to it. You know, good luster to it. I dipped my fork in that macaroni and them damn noodles was loose on the bottom. Girl, they done put they done put oven baked cheese on the top and then they put some damn easy mac at the bottom. I just oh girl, I was just so upset. I ain't even finished it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Disappointing. And another thing I'm gonna tell y'all now, and I know everybody cook macaroni different. And I heard this whole thing. I think Darius the chef talk about eggs don't belong in macaroni and cheese. Let me tell y'all something. I don't like loose macaroni. Uh-uh. I like mine. I like them to be close together. My noodles, I like them to be formed together with the cheese. Okay. That's my preference. Y'all do what y'all want. And I don't like no light skin cheeses either. Don't give me no damn light skin uh, pepper jack and Monterey. Give me cheddar cheeses. Okay. I like dark skin cheese. And so, if you're not doing any macaroni, miss me, ho. <laughs> miss me. Bye. Yeah, and that's that. <laughs> and that's that. And I'm, and I'm surprised at you, Timo, because you used to be a fast food macaroni connoisseur. Right. Exactly. Like, I used to really love it. And now it's just like, what is this? It's and you not know what right. you used to love when we used to go to, was it Lee's? Uh, chicken oh, and rock yeah. hill yes and get used to get the wine and cheese mm-hmm. but this was pretty decent i believe right it was all right but it still ain't right but lee's it's like that was almost it was it was a kind of a sit-in it wasn't really fast fast food was it well i guess it did have a it was a fast food but it was kind of hood though that's why i think the food was good it was kind of hood right yeah right yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. What you okay. got another one? So speaking on food, mm-hmm. one of my biggest disappointments is in the food science community, <laughs> and I am very disappointed that we have been on this earth for quite some time. There's been food scientists for at least a couple generations, and y'all have not went through with the vision set forth by Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> what? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. They had gone that tasted like food. Mm. Y'all could come back. Y'all could come back. Obesity. If y'all would just come up with fried chicken or crab leg flavor. Gone. Okay? If you would get that we wouldn't eat that much. Okay? Think about if they had that for my 600 pound life. They would just be, they would, now they would eat gum all day. But either way, why don't we have that? Also, why do we still have carbohydrates that's making us gain hips? Okay? At this point, there should be carb free bread that tastes good and it's not hard. 
I just don't understand it. I'm disappointed in y'all food scientists. Help. <laughs> Help us. Please. Help. Okay. You're right. You're right. Because food has been around for way too long and they didn't made up all this other stuff. Fit tissues, everything else. So yeah, it should be some food that we can right. eat that we don't gain no weight. Y'all got the uh the wonder, the impossible burgers, but we ain't got no impossible gum. Why? <laughs> Get it right. right. Get it tight, girls. We need it. ASAP. Right. So and it had all the nutrients and stuff we needed in there. That would be great. Yeah, think about if you had a piece of macaroni, oven baked macaroni, and with a little pinch of aftertaste of yams. You know how you let them touch for Thanksgiving, and you let them yams mm-hmm. touch your macaroni. So it's like when you first start chewing, you know what I'm saying? Like you taste the macaroni, and then after a while, it start bringing in the like the yam yams in there. Like <laughs> that thing would be good, dog. It would be good. I think so. I think so. Actually, I mean, I actually look. Anything will help. Anything will help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. You got any more? Um. Do you want me to do another one? Or are we moving on? Oh, you, do one more because I got one more. Okay, honey. See, okay, since this is my last one, I'm gonna go ahead and be petty. Biggest disappointment. Seattle. <laughs> okay. I tweeted this the other day. Um, what did I say? I was like, uh, Seattle had Olivia Pope on their press team. It's him. Because to be honest, I just didn't expect the amount of just foolery. Like, I don't even know if it's racism. I'm gonna go with anti-blackness because there is just no black people here. It's like people look at me like, oh wow, what are you doing here? Like I just moved. And it's just been so much. Every time I come out of my apartment, I have some type of weird experience of like people not thinking that I like belong, even though I got my key out. <laughs> so, yeah, I think when I moved here, like I expected to be this like liberal, cool, chill spot. And it's the opposite of that. And so they have a good PR team for Seattle, but it's not the business. And it's definitely been a disappointment moving here for sure. Yeah. You know, Grace at Anatomy had put them on the map, and then boom, this and see, and then also Starbucks. People made it seem like it was the best city, like the most progressive city. It was just super freeing and liberating to be there. Like, now nah, it's a lot of fakeness, and like I keep, I've said, maybe I've talked about this before, but like you know, being from South Carolina and having like overt racism like understanding what racism was like seeing people with the confederate flag and like understanding you have to be careful like but you know like you know who those those people were the people here in seattle don't think they're doing anything wrong and it's like crazy so it's just like a a lot of like weird just weird interaction that you know that covert racism so it's 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 definitely been a disappointment for sure Probably one of the biggest dis- like biggest disappointments of a move. Because I've traveled a lot. I mean, I moved a lot for like different schools and stuff. But this has been definitely the hardest transition, the most disappointing move and transition for me. Oh, Dang it, Seattle. Yeah. Y'all been fake mixing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Sad. Okay. Done. What's your last one? <laughs> 
Um, it shouldn't be a disappointment because these these men they be disappointing me every day. But I'm gonna call it out anyways. Holy oh, um, what? Terry Crews. Oh, what what he done did now? What he done did now? And the, and the crazy part is, I had already knew what I was gonna say, and then that nigga tweeted today. And say something problematic. So let me just give a little background. So for those of you all who may or may not know Terry Crews. Terry Crews is an actor. I think he's from Detroit. And um, a lot of people know him from Everybody Hates Chris. He was the father. Um, um, He was like the husband of Tashina Arnold on the show. And then um, quite recently, he's on... He's on another show. Is it Brooklyn 09? One of those. And then he's also I don't know, big, on, big muscle dude. It black muscles. Yeah, big muscle dude. And he's uh the host for America's Got Talent. So mm-hmm. first thing that Terry did that was kind of pissing us off was that so Gabrielle Union used to be a um a judge on there. And one reason they hired her was because of her engagement on social media. So mm-hmm. like when they hired Gabrielle, um, within like that first year their impressions on social media were like at unprecedented levels. Okay. So anyways, one day, um, Gabrielle had basically just, you know, it had came out that she had resigned or whatever. And so it was all of this talk or whatever. And come to find out she had been dealing with discrimination. They had been, you know, like very critical on like her mannerisms, her hair, et cetera, da, 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 da. So Terry, so mind you, Maybe a year or so before, Terry Crews had just came out about how somebody had touched him inappropriately in Hollywood. And while all the black mm-hmm. men, the talk to black men, was punking him out and saying, how you don't defend yourself, da-da-da, black women left and right like we always do, here to come for the rescue. Right. Okay? Defending him. So Gabrielle also said, hey, Terry, I support you, da-da-da-da-da. And not that it's a quid quo pro, like you do something for me, I do something for you. But however, what happened with Terry punk ass was Terry was like, Oh, well, that's not been my experience at America's Got Talent. He said that on an interview. I think on the morning show or something like that, the good morning show. Terry, you could have just sat there and and drink and drink your pre-workout. You didn't have to say anything about Gabrielle, (laughs) but yet you did. And then you tried to double down on that with a bunch of other tweets. I'm not repeating those. So that was the first situation that we had with Terry where we was like, you know what, Terry, you doing too much, you stupid, but you know, whatever. So then this color wrote uh, on June the 7th of this year. He wrote, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we are all in this together. Terry! Just, um... we, we still trying to fight for equality. Right. We Justice. That's not even it. Black supremacy will never be achieved when we're only 15%. Of the entire population, sis. Okay? It's, it's not gonna happen. Read the room. Niggas is out here getting shot and killed and shit. And you sitting up here talking about black supremacy. Bitch, where? Where, ho? So that was that. Then the nigga gonna tweet. On the same day. Any black person who calls me a coon or 
and Uncle Tom for promoting equality is a black supremacist because they have determined who's black and who is not. <laughs> Terry, again, read the room, okay? So that that was what? That was a month or so ago. But in due fashion, not in due fashion, but in true fashion, he tweeted today. Saying July 28th, 5.20 a.m., early in the morning. He writes the following words in all caps, one word on each line. Conquer. I want you to listen to this now. I want you to pay attention to the first letter of each word I'm about to spell. I'm mm-hmm. about to say. Conquer. Mm-hmm. Our own negativity. Terry 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 why you do that he's crazy are you bored are you dumb why Terry all you had to do was drink your pre-workout and mind your business. But no, on this day at 5.20 in the morning, you decided to write, cool, conquer our own negativity. Terry, shut up forever. Get your white dollars and mind your business. Don't be tweeting about nothing related to black lives because you clearly don't care about us that much. The end. Yeah. The end. I don't have nothing to say about it. I don't want to give him no more press. The end. Okay. Well, with that being said, it's now time for the science moment of the week. Oh, science moment of the week. Huh. So this week's science moment is based around it being hot as hell everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And people somehow not believing that climate change and, dare I say, global warming <gasps> exists. I didn't say that, guys. Nobody heard me say that. Okay. So it's so interesting. So I have a real life example um, because, you know, I'm, y'all know I live in Seattle. And so these apartments here, they don't have air conditioning. And it's really been tripping me out, especially being from South Carolina. Like we have air conditioning always because it's always so hot. But what we noticed in South Carolina recently that it's got much hotter. And so for us, you can't really like, you don't really notice what that means when you're used to being high and you're used to having air conditioning. Right. But when I moved to Seattle, I realized this is a good example of trying to explain climate change and global warming. So in Seattle and mainly on the West Coast, because it's happened in California as well, these apartments did not have air conditioning built in. It wasn't like a necessity because it didn't get that hot. It was not hot enough to require air conditioning systems like it is in the South. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're standard. But now, since climate change exists, it is now so hot here that actually these all new probably new builds and um all apartments need air conditioning and so that's crazy you can really see like the change from the like the construction 
climate change has changed construction needs. So this is my science moment. So if you live on the Pacific Northwest, if you live on the West Coast and you realize, oh, wow, why didn't they have air conditions? Because they didn't need air conditions because it never really got that hot. But now, mm-hmm. because of climate change, it's hot as hell and we need air conditioning, but we don't have them. Please, please and thank you. I mean, because I'm sure you would have been willing to pay an extra $10 a month for an air conditioner. <sighs> right. And that's it. That's all. Wet they petty. Wet they petty. And now I'm hot. And that's it. So there's my sorry. there's my science moment. <laughs> I'm sorry, <friend>. And now <laughs> it's time for Reddit on Ready. Oh. So four what days ago. It? Yeah, what you did found oh, sorry, on go ahead. today. No, no, what you did found on Reddit today is what I was about so, to say. So four days ago on July the 24th. Um, username, I'm so ashamed, 69. They wrote one paragraph. The okay. subject line is, I shit my desk chair this morning. What? <laughs> I am so disgusted. Sometimes when I'm home alone, I don't wear clothes because it's more comfortable, especially during the summer. But I was sitting at my desk this morning, clothesless, and tried to fart. I should not have tried to fart. Oh a tiny God. little bit of liquid shit came out and I knew immediately it got on my chair. I can't fucking believe it. Humans. They got a little typo. I can't believe humans evolve for thousands upon thousands of years so that I, a grown ass fucking adult in her twenties <laughs> could shit naked in her house on her chair. I can't fucking believe it was a gross piece of shit. Day ruined. How could I ever look at myself in the mirror again? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Kidding me? <laughs> I am done. I am done. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I hate the internet. I literally hate the internet. Okay. <laughs> I have tears in my eyes. I cannot. Did you like the way I read it? Because I tried to give y'all a little bit of... You really did give the theatrics, okay? You gave the drama, honey. The drama was intertwined in the story, okay? <laughs> and they ain't, got but one, they ain't got but one period over here, dog. But, you know, it's all A good. big, long, run-on sentence. Oh, my God. So, what do you have to say about that? Because that's nasty. <laughs> Sis, you had too much faith in your booty hole. Okay, sis? You knew better. You, you knew better. You, you knew better. You knew you were sitting in that seat. The the rectum was positioned, ready to eliminate anything that was clogged up back there. Okay, it was probably remnants from your last bowel movement, and you knew that you probably had them dairy products earlier today, and you knew that they were ready to escape. You knew. So, you and, and beyond that, why do you want coochie juice in your chair? <laughs> it's hot. That's okay. really why she was naked in the house. <laughs> Put down a towel, sis. 
Right. So the question of the day is, what did you do with the chair? Ew. Either she wiped it up or she threw it out. Knowing this whole, she wiped it out and cleaned it up and kept (laughs) that chair. I would have been disgusted and had to let that chair go. I think I better let it go. (laughs) (laughs) That is so nasty. Oh my gosh. Sis, thank you for the transparency, but I need you to take your shit seriously next time because you can't you can't have that much faith in your booty hole no more. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be farting in no chair naked. I, I'm not at all. That. And I don't even have wet farts like that, but I just don't trust it <laughs> at all, at all. Mm. So what you got? Oh, okay. I'm reading one from Am I the Asshole? It was from 59 days ago from um didn't wake up girl GF. So am I the asshole for not waking up my girlfriend for her exam after I overheard her calling me a little bitch? (laughs) (laughs) My girlfriend has online summer courses and she had an exam for one of them this morning. I usually wake her up for pretty much everything because she sleeps through her phone alarm no matter how long it buzzes or how many she sets. She has joked that I'm her butler before and within the context of a relationship, it's okay. So I didn't mind. Obviously, I want to love my partner and try to make her life easy. However, (laughs) last night she was chatting with her friends and she thought I couldn't hear. She was bragging. She was bragging that I'm her little bitch and I do everything for her when she tells me to, etc. It really hurt my feelings because they were making comments like, good, put him in his place, girl. And she was agreeing. She specifically said, yeah, I'm not worried about tomorrow because the bitch will make sure I'm up. And he'll probably have breakfast ready for me too. (laughs) I went to bed pretty hurt by it. And come morning, I didn't bother to wake her up when her alarm started to go. She usually only gets up when someone physically shakes her. But I let her turn off her alarm and she slipped back into sleep. And I turned around and went back to sleep too. When she woke up, she was yelling at me saying, I am an asshole and I've cost her her exam and I'm a piece of shit for what I did. (laughs) Dang, is he the asshole? Dang. Honestly, I really don't think he is because he's he's been abused, okay? He's an abuse victim. And she been treating him like a little bitch. (laughs) And he been allowing himself to be treated like a little bitch. And I think he just didn't expect her to be talking about him in the streets like that. So his feelings was hurt. So I don't think he was as, I mean, he was petty. (laughs) (laughs) He was petty, but I still feel like she was wrong, but I don't know. Okay. I don't think he was an asshole. And that's that. (laughs) Oh, 
you know, after you've explained the story, yeah, she she was talking real bad. She was talking, I don't know, it just seemed like she's kind of a bully. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, like, sis, don't be talking about that when you can't even wake yourself up in the morning. Mm. Yeah, and talking about a little bitch wake me up and he'll have breakfast ready too. Like, oh, damn. Like, yeah. why are you talking about him like that? Like, you should be grateful. You probably was talking to some hoes. I ain't even had nobody waking them up or cooking breakfast. Okay. That's right. how you treat your, you treat him like he's an indentured servant. Like, bro. Right. Man. Yeah, he, he, he doing it out of love and you just taking him for granted. Oh. Yuck. <laughs> yeah. She got what she, she got what she deserved. Maybe she'll treat him better next time. Right. Hopefully mm. this he needs she he need to go ahead. Hopefully he can get out of that abusive relationship and go ahead and find someone who gonna treat him better. Cause that's the worst. Mm-mm. Okay. Period, Pooh. Period. Okay. It's time for Maddie's review of the week. We review Yay! it, girl. So I'm super excited about this. Um, I'm so glad that we were talking about this early and it, it reminded me about this. So um, our good friend named Audra. I don't yes, know how to pronounce Audra's Audra last name. Huffmeyer. Huffmeyer. So Audra is um, actually a PhD student at um, UCLA. Candidate. Oh. Candidate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Future Dr. Audra. Okay. So anyways, our good sis, um, who is black, uh, created this company called Fill to Filter Water. So it's spelled mm-hmm. F I L two, like the number two R water. And I'll put this information in the uh, episode description. So, anyways, what Arger recognized was that we were wasting a lot of plastic using those water filters, like those uh, Brita and those Pure filters. And so she created a way where you can change your filters without like throwing away, throwing away all of that plastic. So if you go to her website, which is F-I-L, the number 2R.com, you can go buy those filters that you can use with your existing water pitcher, and they're like $10. Mm-hmm. So support our girl. Very proud of you, Audra. Proud of the work that you're doing. And um, that's all I got to say about it. I mean, it works just like a Brita filter. Filter is actually cheaper, and they're reusable. Yes, Audra. Yeah, I'm so excited. I got mine in the mail, but then I realized that my dusty self did not have a um Brita picture because I had just been using um bottles like a trash person. So Ooh. because the pandemic, you know, the pandemic, and I just went and got like cases of water. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, I'm glad that I have my filter now, and so I can get me a picture and use it. So thanks, Audra. Thanks for saving the planet, girl. Yes. So, Timo, are you rent ready? <sighs> you know, I stay rent ready, girl. And this one is going to be short and sweet. Um, Put y'all dogs on a damn leash. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I just don't know really how else to say it. Like everybody don't like dogs and it's, and that's okay. Like, just let that be okay. Like, you don't need to guess. Oh my God, you don't like that. Or this is a good dog. Or he just wants to sniff you. Fuck that dog. I don't want that dog rolling up on me. I don't want that dog coming up on my ankles. I don't want that dog anywhere near me. It's your job to control your dog. 
Like, I don't understand this, especially here in Seattle, because everybody here has dogs everywhere. They love their little dogs and they love to have them roaming free. I had an incident when I moved into my new building where I was literally accosted by a dog, (laughs) (laughs) by a dog running out of the elevator because she didn't have him on the leash. It's like, ma'am, you're in an elevator. You know, the door is opening. You can imagine that people are going to be waiting there and your dog comes running out. I am afraid. That's traumatic. And then you want to get mad at me because I'm like, hey, why your dog ain't on the leash? Like, this dog don't pay no, like, what? This dog is not paying rent. And if it is paying rent, it's not paying the same amount of rent that I am. Because I think the dog rent is about $100 or something stupid like that. So, please, mm-hmm. put your dogs on the leash. And that's that. I'm with you on that, girl. <laughs> it don't have to be this hard. Like, it don't have to be this hard. Dang. They do be, they be crazy about their dogs. And, you know, I ain't going to get on too much of a tangent. But, you know, some of these folks saying their animals got more rights than us. And um, they don't. Word with that one, honey. They don't. Yeah. Right, so, so, yeah, that's that's it. Moves on. Time for what? Sweet, steady, and fly. <laughs> what you got? Okay. So, on July 23rd at 1.38 p.m., I tweeted the following. It got three tweets, nine likes. That was okay. It didn't fly off, but you know, it's all good. It was there. I wrote, I wrote, don't wait until a wedding, funeral, or birthday party to tell your friends and family that you love them and that you're proud of them. Hmm. You know, you know, right now, you know, we don't know what the future holds for us guys. Uh, We in a pandemic. Listen, it's been wiping people out left and right. Mm-hmm. Make sure you make sure you're telling your loved ones that you care that you and your friends who you care about that uh, you're proud of them and, and you love them. You know, Doctor Moore. Let me say publicly, I am very proud of all of the things that you've been doing, and I love you dearly. So that's it. That's all. I got. Oh, that's so nice. Wow, I love you too, and I'm very proud of you. Wow, look at you so, trying to get sentimental on the podcast. Ew. <laughs> My sensitivity gets in the way. So, what you got? Huh, let me take it back funny since Mandy tried to do too much. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang. Um, okay, I tweeted this in May. May 19th and actually if Twitter if the Twitterverse can hear me I was trying to look for old tweets today and it would not let me load past May and I don't know what that's about so y'all need to free up my old tweets but anyway I tweeted this one May 19th um, at 9.59pm it got two likes (laughs) (laughs) y'all be hating okay anyway it says me hearing Pier 1 was closing down Oh, they were still open? Who knew? (laughs) (laughs) Who knew? They made a whole scene about Pier 1 closing down. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, I haven't seen a Pier 1 in years. Like, literally, the last Pier 1 I saw was closing down. So, the fact that there's still Pier 1s open, shock. News to me. So, (laughs) (laughs) that was my tweet. And clearly, the folks didn't like it because it only got two likes. But whatever. Yeah, I didn't even know they were still open, dog. Exactly. News. News to all of us. <laughs> News who goes to there? All of us. You got a whole you got a whole internet like Pier One. Nah. 
right? It was like, overpriced anyway. <laughs> right, because you brought something in. Amazon brings stuff in too, <laughs> sis. Like, y'all ain't did nothing special. That's why you went out of business. And <laughs> matter of fact, and then one of my coworkers was telling me that they had uh, went to the Pier 1 bit, uh, out of sale, whatever, going out of business sale. So I went on a little website. Even with 40% off, the stuff was still high. That's, bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Right. Even with a coupon, you can't get nothing in here. Please leave. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Like, oh, I don't have no sympathy for them. Just like Toys R Us. If y'all come back, y'all need to come back with better prices. Especially when y'all weren't even doing no displays and no true, you know, y'all weren't doing no trials in the store. Y'all need to come back correct if y'all come back Toys R Us because y'all shit was hot for no reason. And that's on period. (laughs) <laughs> and that's on that and that's the end of the episode <laughs> all right so a couple things um did y'all like did y'all rate us on podcast on the podcast out right we need to give us a rating give us a rating shout out to the folks who did it go ahead and do it now it ain't gonna take you like five minutes not even five minutes two minutes Right. Go ahead and give us the star and leave us an actual review. We like to hear nice things about ourselves. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, then you can leave that, okay? Sis, period. Um, also, I want to thank our sponsors. Who? Timo <laughs> and Mandy. We all we got. We all we got. Hey. And soon to be, we'll be soon to be sponsored by Filter once Audra blow up. So please go buy it so she can blow up so she can sponsor us. Thank you. Filter.com. Okay. All right, y'all. Toodles. Keep dangling. Oh, dang. You went out right at the end. Say that part again. Oh, toodles. Keep dangling. Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the convo going, follow us on social media at we, D-A-N-G-L-I-N. 